Dave Rieger, I forgot to mention to you, I will uh, want from you sometime before 2 o'clock your take on everything Apple plans to launch today, 5 o'clock California time, 8 o'clock our time, for the scary fast Mac event tied in with uh, Halloween and tied in with some new chips and some other things. So would you do that for me? Definitely. All right, because you are you're our Apple guy. A lot of stuff going on tonight. Lions, yes. Apple, I, oh, and I, I picture you with all the monitors all around you, kind of uh, in your uh, Rieger Central location, uh, keeping an eye on all these different things. So I appreciate that. I'm going to try to do a little of that myself. Figure out what's going on. All right, Brianna Noble is here. She's joined us a number of times as the fine auto and business writer for the Detroit News. As far as I know, um, UAW now has uh, tentative agreements with everybody, I think. Brianna, that's true, isn't it? Hi. Hi, Paul. Nice to speak with you again. Thanks for having me. That is um, correct. Uh, last Wednesday, the United Auto Workers made an agreement with Ford Motor Company. On Saturday, they reached an agreement with Stellantis. And then today, according to sources familiar with the information, we can confirm that um, the union has reached an agreement with General Motors as well. And, the, and they'll all be very similar, although Ford employs, uh, from what I remember in all the talking, more uh, UAW workers than anybody else. It's going to make an incredible difference in the lives of the UAW workers right up until the companies cannot sustain what they're agreeing to right now. And then it's going to make a whole different kind of life for the UAW workers. Do you? I, I haven't seen any of the statistics or facts, but what punishment is in there for when the auto companies uh, say they have to move more production to other countries to be able to live with what they've signed here? Have you? Is there any kind of... I know that, that if they close a factory the workers can strike. It's a little short of the old jobs bank where you could close a factory because it wasn't making money, but you still had to pay the workers. So there have been deals made over the years that made no sense at all, and I'm just wondering if they've come up with anything in there that that would, in fact, prevent the automakers from doing what they feel they have to do, which is finding places where they can build cars cheaper, like their competition. I haven't seen anything. Uh, that's a good question, Paul. Um, the Ford, de- uh, Ford agreement for which we got more specific details yesterday on, it does include the ability to strike over a, a plant closing and sale moratorium. It also includes an outsourcing um, moratorium through the national agreement, um, you know, and, and as part of the commitments that Ford made, um, it includes product for all uh, UAW-represented facilities in the United States. I'm not sure. I don't know what that means, but I understand what you're saying, Brianna Noble, that, that they've got some kind of an agreement there somehow or another. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure that what we're talking about is pretty much, in terms of the nuts and bolts, Whatever we learned or you learned about Ford, Brianna Noble from uh, Detroit News, um, pretty much going to be the same for the Stellantis uh, contract uh, that they reached on Saturday and probably today the GM contract. Yes, we're expected that the details, and so far what, the information that we know about the Stellantis agreement seems to parallel very closely with the, the Ford um, 
deal, and we expect the same at, at GM as well. That's Mark Stewart, great guy over there. Uh, Mark Stewart at Stellantis, Chief Operating Officer North America, said in a statement that out of respect for the ratification process, the company would indeed refrain from commenting on the details of the contract until they shared it with UAW members. So, yeah, we'll see what the story is on all that. And we'll see if uh, in this new vein, as the companies as the enemy, as proclaimed by Sean Fain, if if anything changes in the relationship between the workers and uh, the companies from this day forward. We'll see. I mean, they all tend to bounce back from all these things in the past. Um, there's never been quite the name-calling and vitriol that existed with Sean Fain. And if people think that's really what made this work, then look out for the next negotiation because it will be far worse than this one. It's just kind of the way it works. So we'll see. Um, cost of living adjustments that were suspended in 2009, uh, those are going to be there. Uh, what else can you, off the top of your head, uh, can you tell us about? Yes, the agreements include billions of dollars in investments for the plant. Um, we're going to see a six. 26% compounded base wage increase through the life of the agreement, which will end on April 30th, 2028. And that's a little bit longer than what agreements traditionally have. Um, UAW President Sean Fain communicated that that was because um, they are seeking to bring this agreement to workers at foreign automakers and electric vehicle makers who manufacture in the United States to bring them under the tent as well. And so they're hoping to do that and, and have a longer um, term of uh, length of a, a agreement so that they can set up negotiations 2028 for having potentially more um, negotiations than just with the Detroit three. We're also seeing improved conditions for temporary workers. That was a big issue that you heard from um, strike being members on the picket lines, and then as well as contributions to all current forms of retirement plans. All right. So uh, let the uh, fun and games begin. Uh, they're uh, approving all these things. I assume they will. It's, my goodness, it's uh, it's uh, four times better than what they did, what I think I keep hearing from in 2019 or, or whatever. Uh, it's obviously... Uh, right now, money-wise and uh, benefit-wise, very, very good for the workers. And we'll see how the companies hold up uh, living with that. You know, they kept saying that they were at their their wits' end and at the end of what they could offer, but then they kept coming up with more, which is uh, unfortunate because they should tell the truth and say, this is it, this is all we can do if they really reach that level because now who's going to ever believe them when they say that? Uh, nobody, and and why would they? It'll be interesting to see how this all this all fares out until they start building many more cars uh, overseas. We'll see how it all works out. Brianna Noble, thanks so much for your help. Thank you. Have a good one. You too, Brianna Noble, auto and business writer of the Detroit News at twelve twenty nine.